Let me just read a portion of scripture that will lead us into more prayer. It's a good thing to in the prayer meeting to pray. And we want you to now be able to linger and pray should the Lord touch you with these verses. I want to read you a story you're familiar with, but let's look at it and see what we can come up with. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover festival was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, one of the 12 disciples, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place. And they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. That's not counting women. Sometimes men is used in the Bible to refer to both men and women. In this case, it doesn't. It just refers to the men, women, and children separate. Then Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. Imagine that, as much as they wanted. When Jesus feeds you, he gives you as much as you want. He doesn't give you like little portions like in a French restaurant. They give you like a little something, a little something. Jesus gives abundantly. Amen. Just think all they wanted to eat like a buffet. He said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them them, and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. So this story, which you know, the feeding of the, of the thousands, there was another feeding uh, miraculously too. But this one is mentioned, in, I'm almost sure, at all four Gospels. The Holy Spirit inspired them to write about this. And this, along with several thing, other things Jesus did, of course, were signs. They were signs to prove his Messiahship. When Jesus came, he didn't come just teaching like other rabbis. He came doing things that no one else could do. He raised the dead. He walked on the water. He uh, touched lepers, and they were cleansed. And in this case, with five loaves and two fishes, he fed, let's say, over, well, over 5,000 people. So that's the first thing. Remember when you read those, those were attributing signs to prove to people Look, God was vindicating Jesus. See what my son is doing. This is no ordinary teacher or prophet. This is the son of the living God, the Messiah. So he also helped people by feeding them. There's a number of things in this little story that are helpful for us. I want to get to one in just a moment, but let's, uh, let's follow the story. So putting it together with Matthew, Mark, Luke's account of the same story, Uh, Jesus saw the crowd, saw that they had been with him a long time, and that they were out in a place, although it had grass, it was desolate, like these huge fields. So he cared about the people. That's such a beautiful thing. Jesus is teaching. Not everyone believes in him, but he sees that they're hungry and tired. 
In fact, one of the disciples came in one of the accounts and said to him, send the people away. Let them go to a nearby town and get some food because we're, we're out here in Nowheresville and they're hungry and tired. And Jesus said, no, you feed them. You feed them, knowing what he was going to do. And they, of course, blending it together with John's story, said, feed them with what? How are you going to feed 5,000 plus people? When we have nothing. And always remember that. No matter how little you think you have. Jesus is always saying to us. When it comes to helping other people. Ministering to them. Filling the the need in their life. Through proclaiming the good news of Jesus. By praying and loving them. Don't pass it on to someone else. You feed them. I know but I don't know. See that's the whole purpose of the story. It doesn't matter what you have. Five loaves and two fishes is a joke. But the Lord is saying, you feed them. I'm raising you up in a spiritual sense. My people will feed other people with the abundance and blessing that I put in their lives. It's not for us to contain and hold on to. You got to share it. It comes in, it goes out. And when it goes out, he'll give you more of what you need. But we have to take the, no, Pastor Simba's going to do it, someone's going to do it. No, you do it. You're right there. You met the person. They expressed their need. Right now, you do it. No, I haven't been saved that long. I don't know that many verses in the Bible. Stop. What do you have? Get your five loaves, two fishes, and give it to the Lord. We find out that they said to him, yeah, well, all we have is five loaves and two fishes. Well, if someone, just think of how ridiculous that is. 5,000 plus people. You're going to feed them all. And they hold up. Hey, guys, don't be nervous. We're going to feed you. What, what do you got coming? Uber Eats? What, where did you order here? What's coming in? Oh, no, here it is. See? There's these five loaves. See the little tiny barley loaves? And we got two, two little fish here. We're going to feed you. So relax. Just chill. Sit down on the grass. We're going to feed you. That's a joke. That was a joke to say that. If They would have held that up. But that's how it is with us. When God asks us to do something, we're always looking around and saying, I don't have what it takes. It doesn't matter how little you have. Just get it to Jesus. And then Jesus will multiply it and make it a miracle in someone's life. But you have to give what you have to Jesus. And that's the point of the story. What they had, they gave to Jesus. Those five loaves and two fishes meant nothing. Zero. Nada. Until you give it to Jesus. The miracle didn't happen with them. He didn't look down on it and multiply the fish while they were lying there on the ground or the loaves became, you know, a huge supply. No. When you give it to him in his hands as he blessed it and broke it, that's when the miracle happened and the people could be fed. So I want to challenge you today. Time's running out. People are going to heaven or hell. People in this city, your relatives, my relatives, everyone we meet, they have an eternal destiny with God or without God. And as the darkness looms stronger and stronger and darker and darker in this culture that we live in and in this world, it behooves us now. Satan, knowing his time is short, is going wild throughout this country. But we Christians have to understand the time and the season that we live in, and we got to get with it. There's someone we can talk to, bless, pray for, see a miracle, see a healing, do something. 
When you see need and not just pass it by, but be sensitive to the Holy Spirit where God wants you to do something special. Jesus didn't do this to every crowd. He didn't do this to every time. There was a lot of folks following him. But on this given moment, he was directed by the Spirit to do something miraculous. But it's a lesson for us. What little you have, you look at me. I, how can I feed and be a blessing? You could say to me, well, you're not that much. I agree with you. I'm not that much. But if I give myself to Jesus, oh, something wonderful is going to happen. Come on. Can we put our hands together, say amen? It's not what you have. It's not how smart you are. How would God need your IQ? How would God need your college degree? I mean, be real. He's God. He knows everything. Why would he be recruiting like these recruiters trying to get the top people? He's not looking for top anything. He's just looking for availability. Who will put themselves in his hands and say, here I am, Lord, use me. So he took the five loaves and the two fish. He said, everybody organized. That must have been a step of faith. You can imagine disciples saying, all right, guys, ladies, children, come on. Over here in the grass, over here. No, leave a room to walk. Now you go over here. For what? No, he says he's going to feed you. We're going to feed you. With what? Well, I don't really want to talk about it, but we have five loaves and two fishes. What are you organizing us for? Nothing's going to happen. Oh, it takes faith to follow the Lord. Amen? They give it to the Lord, and the Bible says, I just want to say this. First of all, he gave thanks. That is mentioned later on in the same John 6. The place where the miracle happened where he gave thanks. It doesn't say where he broke the food or five loaves, two fishes. They identified it with him giving thanks. And I'm wondering tonight, instead of complaining what you don't have, how about thanking God for what you do have? Wait. Instead of saying all this rigmarole about I can't, I can't, I don't know this and that. I I went through that early on in the ministry. I was always lamenting. I'm not this. I'm not a good speaker. I wasn't trained. This, that, and the other. Instead of just thanking God. Are you a Christian today? How many have Christ living in your heart today? Why don't you thank God for that? Do you have lips that can speak? Do you have a testimony? Anyone here have a testimony of the goodness of God? Just lift your hand. So you got something. You have to be a theologian. He's not looking for theologians. God uses the weak things of this world, the foolish things of this world, to confound the wise so that he would get all the glory. So give thanks for what you have. I've been so conscious of that today that we fail in giving thanks, in everything give thanks. We're, we're so focused on what we don't have and what we're short on, especially in ministry situations, which we're all called to minister. We're so lamenting what we don't have that we just stop, we, we forget, just give thanks for what you do have. Everybody lift your hands. Come on, open your mouth, just thank God for what he's given you. Come on, thank him out loud. Don't be embarrassed, don't be shy. Gracias, Señor. Gracias, Señor. Gracias, Señor. Por todo, Señor. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. Save us from lamenting and complaining and give us a spirit of thanksgiving, Lord, for what we do have and what you've done for us. We ask it in Jesus' name. You may put your hands down. So now the Bible says he blessed it. Now there's a sentence. He took the five loaves and two fishes and he blessed it. 
When the blessing of God is on anything, something supernatural is going to happen. When God blesses something, two and two no longer equals four. Two and two could equal seven million because the blessing of God is on it. It's invisible. You can't define it. You don't, can't explain it. You can't predict it. But when God blesses something, yes, sir. Yes, my brother. When God does something like that, there's a multiplication, there's a bursting out, there's a boldness, there's a ministry, there's an opportunity that you just say, my, look what God has done. When his blessing is on a church, on a pastor, on a people, on a believer during the week. So he blessed it. Oh, the blessing of God. Some of you need to just say, God, here are, here are my five loaves and two fishes. It ain't much, but it's all I have. It's all I have. It's all I am. My face, my tongue, my intelligence, my ear, my hands, my legs. Here I am, Lord. Now use me. You're almighty God. You can use me. Bless me. Put your blessing upon me. Like the prayer of Jabez. Bless me. So he blessed it. And then the Bible says he took it in his hands and he broke it. And there's an old saying, brothers and sisters, whatever God blesses, he then breaks. To get it into small enough pieces to fill the people, to let the supernatural element come into it, the miracle happened in his hands, sumanos. It's in his hands as he broke it that the disciples were like, what's going on here? He keeps breaking, and where's this coming from? Whatever he blesses, he breaks. What's that mean to us today? For God to use you, ma'am, God to use you, sir, use any of us. He's got to break us. We can't be proud and stiff and like a boulder. We got to be ground up into little pieces. Don't you know why that's why he permits trouble and problems? And he permits persecution and he permits pressure and he permits disappointment and sadness and sorrow and tears. He's breaking us so that he can feed us to the world and we can be a blessing. Comprende? No comprende. How many understand what I'm saying? Lift your hand. Don't you get it? We naturally are stiff and pride. I can't do this. Oh, I can do that. And he wants to get that all out of us so we can say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But to get to that boldness, you have to be broken where you know your nothingness so that you can know his greatness. How can I know his greatness until I know my nothingness? Because it's not about me. It's about him. It's not about you. It's about him. God put my wife and I here decades ago. And now he's put us all together. And he's great men of God, like Pastor Johnson, Pastor Park, Pastor Burgos, Pastor Hammond, Pastor Petri, all of the pastors here. We're all together to do a work for the Lord. Are you with that? Say amen. amen. And he put us not in an easy place. New York City right now, Brooklyn, is not an easy place. Come on, be real. It's crazy now. But he put us here that we would feed the people, not physical food only, where that's appropriate, but to feed the people spiritually, to lay hands on the sick and see them recover, to speak a word of a bold word from God that changes their life, to correct with authority where it's needed, to give warnings, to give love and, 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 and bring comfort to others. 
It's different strokes for different folks. We have to be alive to the spirit to know what to do. But come on, brothers and sisters. Some of you have sat in how many meetings? I mean, how many meetings are you going to sit in before you give what you have to Jesus so he can bless it and break it and feed it to people? This is the great lack throughout America. I know that by my travels and all of that. Let the people on the platform do the work. Let the pastor, oh yes, praise God, that was a good message and all that. Me, you're lucky if I come back next Sunday. You don't have that spirit in you. But don't you want to be used by God? How many here are just flat out hungry to be used by God? Come on, wave it at me in ways that you've never been used before. Come on, in ways you've never been used. And don't say to me, I can't, I'm new in the country, I'm new in the city, I, I'm, I'm not that educated. Don't you, this story does away with all of it. Five loaves, two fishes, fed five to 6,000 people. So it's not about what we bring, it's just that we bring it to him and give it to him. And I want to reconsecrate myself tonight in prayer. I want to give myself to the Lord and say, God, I ain't much, but here I am. Bless me and break me. Wherever I need to be broken, break me. Break me. Make me little pieces so that people can digest and be fed and be helped and encouraged in the name of the Lord. We got to do that now. Imagine if half of you in this building just in the next month before January is over here in the next couple of weeks. What if you all ministered to someone, brought them to the house of the Lord, they found Christ, we baptized them, and then another half in February, you reached out to, not, not taking your block for God, just one, uno, solo uno, just one, just one person. You don't know one person who needs the Lord. I know, but they're so hard. But God is greater than their hardness. Don't you get it? This is what God is saying to us. Believe me for the impossible. But here's the way it works. Take who you are, what you have, and give it to me. Todo. The entire thing. Give it to me. Don't hold anything back. Give it to me. Get radical. Get crazy. Just say, here I am, Lord. I can't take it anymore. Use me before I die and go to heaven. I don't want to go to heaven alone. I want to bring a whole bunch of people with me. This is the great message of that story of the loaves and the fishes. We're going to see God do great things. Let's bow our heads. We're going to spend a little time in prayer. Remember the power of it from Cornelius in Acts 10. If you're here today and say, Pastor, those verses, what your remarks from John 6, something's stirring in my heart. I want to say yes to the Lord. I don't know what to what. I don't know the specifics. I don't know how, what he'll say, what he'll do. But one thing I can do, I can bring my five loaves and two fishes. And I can give it to him and say, Lord, use me. I give all myself to you, Lord. Here I am. That's the greatest thing you can say tonight. Here I am, Lord. Here I am. Anybody here want to just come to the front? We'll pray in our seats. We'll pray in the front. The pastors would love to, and deacons, deaconess, love to walk among you. But you can pray for the deacons, too, and the deaconesses. Just come out of your seat and come up to the front. Come on, we'll have a little season of prayer here. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, you see all the hearts going out to you, and all we're saying is, 
Whatever we are, whatever we have, we give it to you. Our five loaves, two fishes. We put ourselves in your hands. Let the miracle begin. Let the ministry begin. Let the salvation of souls begin. We thank you for loving us. Lord, use us this week. Use us tonight. Use us tomorrow, whatever days you give us. Our loaves and fishes are in your hands. Bless it. Break it. Feed us. Use us. Bless the offering that the people give as they leave. And get us home safely. Traveling mercies, we pray in Jesus' name. And everyone said, give someone a hug. Tell them you love them with the love of the Lord.